Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, Tom Shattuck here. Happy Burn Barrel Thursday. I am flying solo today because Alan Shattuck is flying across the country as we speak on a big old jet plane with our son, little son Anson, from Long Beach, California. She is on the way. And now I'm jammed. I'm doing the podcast a little bit early today because Alice has made plans that benefit her, which have fallout that disrupts me. This is not atypical in our relationship. So Alice decided that she'd, to save some money for her flight, she decided that she'd take a flight that has 18 connections and gets in at 1 a.m. So first she said, will you please come down to Boston, which is an hour away, and pick me up at 1 a.m., to which I said, no way. First of all, I've got three kids here with me. Second of all, no, 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 you pat yourself in the back for the great flight deal. That includes transportation. That's not Tom Shattuck at 1 a.m. I have to work tomorrow at 1 a.m. So now she um, she's going to take the C&J Trailways at some point, and uh, she's going to take the bus from Logan up to our near neck of the woods, and she wants me to. I said, okay, once you get there, then you can take an Uber. And she said, no, please drop a car off for us there. So now I'm going to have to drive up. I've got to go to Awaken 180. With one kid, bring the kid back, drop the kid off, drive up to the the bus depot, drop off a car, and get an Uber and Uber myself back. Leave a car for her because, God forbid, the uh, Lexington Yacht Bunny not have wheels waiting for her when her bus touches ground, comes to port. But uh, So that's what I'm doing. First of all, let me just tell you, it, the most incredible thing is happening in in Connecticut. This is, I barely got to talk about this today. A friend of mine, Reese Hopkins, sent it to me. This is Connecticut School Director Details Sexual Fantasies with Minor Students. 
the students, they, he says, the students are naughty. They spread their legs wide open. Every day there's different panties on. It's hot. It's hard, literally and figuratively. That's what this guy says. Iman Rasti, who works at Greens Farms Academy in Connecticut, is talking on a date with Project Veritas, talking about attractive and hot middle school girls. Like one thing they do these days, they sit down in front of me. They purposely sit here somewhere in the class. Listen to this guy. This guy is... Every day there's different panties on. Green, Every day there's black, different panties black. on. Green, black. They make sure that panties positioned in a way that I actually see. They make sure that they're in position way that I actually see. He's talking about middle schoolers here. These are kids. The thing. That's just... They, in a way that I see the thing. That's just brutal, he says. Brutal. Imagine, if you will... This is um, um, O'Keefe. So let's get back to this. Uh, I'll get back to him in, so I don't. So it's not all James O'Keefe. Anyway, this thing just broke today, and it's already huge because it's amazing. This is actually taking some time, um, taking some time to load up. Of course it is because I need it to load up right now. That's why it's taking some time to load up. This thing is everywhere, everywhere. Okay, I'm going to pause this and see if I can find another, another instance of it. But you've got this. And so my, obviously the guy's a pervert, dirty, whatever. Arms, okay. but teachers twisted. Get apparently okay. about his own students. So listen to this. So he's, the way O'Keefe does this is he sets these guys up with uh, dates and the drinks are being poured. And these dates, these guys, these pervs, assume that they're making headway with these dates. So she's asking. She asks him, oh, so have you ever been tempted? <clears throat> this pervert, this guy, assumes, by probably by her body language and her facial expressions, that these this whole story, the this, this recounting of how he checks out the middle school girls, is working, that this woman's being charmed by it. She's 25 or whatever. So he just keeps on going deeper. She says, "Do you ha so have you ever been tempted? He says. Been tempted? Yes. Said, Were these kids? She says, yes. He nods, yes. Every day. It's very hard. I mean, she said, she lends him an empathetic ear. She is so playing this chump. She says, that seems very hard. He says, it is very hard. I mean, literally and figuratively, figuring he's charming her. Literally and figuratively. They can solve that. I'm sure they can, but... She said, they can solve that. He says, I'm sure they can, but that possibly means me losing my job, my reputation. It's risky, way too risky. In other words, he could sleep with him. That possibly means me losing my job, my reputation. It's risky, it's way too risky. That's Iman Rasti. Born and raised in Iran, he is a middle school English teacher at Greens Farms Academy, as well as the seventh grade dean and the director of the private school's writing center. He met up with our journalist, and instead of discussing curriculum at the school, he chose to describe his adolescent female students in a graphic, sexual manner for nearly two hours. One thing they do... They... He says, like one thing they do these days, they sit down in front of me, they purposefully sit there somewhere in the class. Days. 
they sit down and talk to me. I say, purposefully sitting somewhere in a class that is completely directly. That's completely directly in front of me. They spread their legs wide open, and that's just brutal, brutal. They me. They <clears throat> spread their legs wide open. And that's just brutal. Brutal. Every day there's different panties on. Every day there's different panties on, green, black, white, and they make sure, and it's like they talk to each other. The three of them do that. Green, black, white. And they make sure. And it's like they talk to each other, so the three of them do that. The three of them? Two, three, depending on the group, because they are not shy about sharing their... I'm guessing. Sharing their what? They're, they're how they feel or how what they're up to. Because yours do it also solo or together. They're not. Listen, I open their legs wide open, and I'm teaching, and I see what I see. They make sure that Anki is. He's, so he's saying I'm, they make sure that the panties are positioned in a way that I actually see the thing. Panties are like position in a way that I actually see the thing. Well, you saw the underwear. What else did you see? She says, you saw their underwear. What else did you see? She's asking in a smiling, empathetic, friendly way to him, drawing this idiot in. Would you not, if you're, first of all, I'm not a pedophile, so I, 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 I would not be answering questions like that. Regardless, I wouldn't care. But would you not be getting a danger sense? Would you not be getting a red flag that she seems to be very interested in my interest in um, tweening girls? Wouldn't you, so some alarm go off to you and say, huh, it's very interesting that this woman has not thrown wine at me yet, but seems to be intrigued by this. What, a guy's nuts? Are you nuts? First of all, if the attractive woman asked me out for drinks, I'd assume I'm being set up. I assume somewhere Alice is somewhere with a high-powered rifle and the crosshairs are on my forehead. Or something. There's no way. And then asking me questions, I would be assuming there's a trap at any second now and it's going to spring. Uh, any, any, any second now. Any second now. If a beautiful woman asked me out for drinks and I said yes, even though that I'm married, just to be flirty and just to enjoy myself... I would be saying the most vanilla, benign things in the world because I'd assume this is a setup. Always assume somebody's out to whack you. Always. I would not go into my deepest fantasies, uh, you know, legal or illegal, you know, certainly not about anything that I was um, that was shady like this. This is all this is pedophilia he's talking about. I don't get it. I don't. It, my, it's like send men who send pics of your their you know what to women. I don't understand. Like this pension for you know what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to do the single most self destructive thing I possibly can and nuke my entire life. Chick click send. What is the thought process? If you're at a restaurant with a beautiful woman and she's knocking back drinks and getting you to drink more. And talking about your illegal penchant for underage people. In the name of God, 
Have a sixth sense. Have a fifth sense. Have any sense that perhaps this is the end. But nope. He can't help himself. The lady's pretty and she's smiling to him. So here he goes. I can see the side of the P word, he says. So I control my teaching. So I do best. I can because if I do three people are talking there, two people are there, it's not going to work. They have to give me all their attention. So I'm talking and I look down and I see that. And he's opening his legs. Now see what? And I see someone sitting like this. Like what? Like this. I can't see this How good is she? I can't see you have to explain. You don't smell a rat yet, sir? They're sitting like this. Short, short skirt. In a short, short skirt, and you see the green panties inserted in. Green panties. Oh, kind of inserted in. You see that? See what? See what she says? You see that? You see that picture of the image? There's an image. The actual. You say what should I say? You say what should I say? It's your picture that you found. Oh, that's why. Wow, that's hot. He says. Well, how can you concentrate? How can you continue talking with your talking when you see that? How can you continue talking with your classroom when you see that? As if he's now victimized. It's hard to continue talking as if nothing has happened in your mind, in your brain. And they smile. And they smirk at you. And they smile and they smirk at me and they close and open and close and open a couple of times. They're naughty, he says. This guy needs to be incarcerated. And they close and open, close and open a couple of times. They're naughty. Like when girls start having sex, it's interesting for someone like me who has been in and out of relationships and all my life and married and all that. It's so interesting. He's now eating his food. So you see a 15-year-old girl, and then next year they come back to school, and she is a woman. She is a woman, and they've gained weight, etc. Now, I haven't seen how this ends. I assume O'Keefe confronts the guy. I do want to get there. Um, but, uh, I mean, this thing is, is I mean, what a, what a bust. And O'Keefe, this is his third target in, in Connecticut. Project Veritas. This guy, you think he's going to have to worry about his career? I would say so. Man. Man. Oh, it is nuts. Assessments and uh, elevation. Let's see. Uh, Let's see if we something can see about Actual manner is worth reporting. If you or a student you know. So I don't know if O'Keefe goes after him. Let me see. I'm sorry I'm doing this live, but um, I'm doing it live. I've got to get going soon. Right? Let's see. Yeah, so everything that you told me about them was fantasy? Except for the that I see, the side of the pictures, the ass that I see, the bending down, and no, I have not. Despite Rasti's claims that he hasn't done anything with his young students, he said he is willing to make exceptions on his quote oh, so that's my favorite she busted to them i think is maybe they maybe they get that fab anyway so you see what i'm saying once again i don't get it i don't how uh, what is it i assume this guy's a little younger than me what is it that 
men don't see. How could you be busted? It's worth this date to feed her information about your pedophilic dreams? God, men are stupid. Men are stupid. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm just disappointed in, in human beings and how easily they can be so dumb. Ugh. I couldn't. In other news, Joe Biden uh, had a tough uh, yesterday in uh, in answering a few questions you know, i just i just found it interesting that uh, biden's being a popular a biden's being an extremist all right uh let's see um another thing that they got is this is cnbc listen to this remember that student loan debt you know how about joe biden's forgiving for the most um the most pro prominent people in the country the most privileged people in the country he's forgiving forgiving college student loans between ten and twenty thousand dollars, and uh, that's you and I—that's taxpayer money. So we have to pay that for the rich kids, the kids who have master's degrees, the kids from the really nice towns, etc. You and I have to pay that. Well, they put out a survey to the kids who were getting either ten grand or twenty grand, and this is a CNBC report. Recipients of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan could see their monthly payments drop up to three hundred dollars a month in the coming weeks. But get this: seventy-three percent say they actually plan to spend that extra cash on travel and dining out. And joining us now is travel and dining out. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Imagine being—that's where your mind is. Yeah, you know what? These people, these kids haven't made a payment in two years. And so you and I are going to make a payment on their loans before they make a payment on their loans? That's seriously what's happening. How freaking horrific is that? That working class people have to pay for these rich kids for their master's degrees and these rich kids refuse to pay themselves. This new Congress with Kevin McCarthy needs to stop this funding immediately. They need to kill every bit of federal spending they can immediately and tell Biden until he rescinds this, until he gets rid of this, that this is that we're not turning it back on. We will let the country grind to a halt. That is the grossest thing I have ever heard. I talked to today a woman called up who's a senior citizen. She was disabled. She has a house. Her friend, her cousin, who's 80 years old, was raking her leaves for her. She couldn't afford to fill up her house with home heating oil. And that lady's paying for some rich college punk at Harvard University who doesn't want to have to get a job raking leaves, of course, who's not working at all, or who might be working right now making a, a lot of money, who's not going to pay his own bills, and he's going to let her pay for his bills? I mean, what a pathetic... How do we call ourselves a country... That's a real country when that's what we've got going on. How do we? It's just simply and totally freaking gross. It's gross. I don't even know what to say. It's like, geez. I wish there was a list so I could know who to never hire. Just let me know. That's all I need. I just need a list of who to never hire. If you're somebody, I mean, how could you do it? How could you like not feel like horrible about that? There's also another great college story 
that talks about New York Times and the picture of Olivia Dunn, who's this really beautiful blonde gymnast. And it says, new endorsements for college athletes resurface old concerns, sex sells. So in other words, she's a biggie on Instagram and she's got bikini shots and whatever. And she's a gymnast. And so she's making a bunch of money. And the New York Times has a problem with her making money by showing pictures of her body. She's got a gymnast body. She's very attractive. And so she's making some extra money from Instagram and other endorsements. They say because she's being exploited because she's beautiful. No, she's using her beauty because she's beautiful and she's making money. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. The time, it's You know, it's such a straight-up vanilla thing that you think the Times is just upset that she's not a trans person making more money. Like that person up in Derry, New Hampshire, who won the, like, this dude won Miss Queen of Derry, New Hampshire, and it's a fairly grotesque-looking dude. These progressives, they're on a journey. And once again, by the way, they attack this young lady. They're attacking college women. Real college women? Real women, man? I don't know how you take it if you're on the left. I don't know how you take it. The left wants to have the guys have your places everywhere including beauty contests, including on swim team, teams and soccer teams, etc. Sexual assaults have spiked in some places. They, no, no Democratic politician gives a damn. They say, well, they're, they're, oh, you know, decade over decade, there's things are down. Okay. Okay. If you say so. Livy Dunn posed beside one of the several balance beams in gymnastics training center. Olivia Dunn is a gymnast in Louisiana State's women's team. She was an All-American in her freshman year and made the Southeastern Conference honor roll as a sophomore majoring in interdisciplinary studies. Ahead of the start of her junior season, Dunn is also the leading edge of a movement shaking the old foundations of college sports. A female student athlete raking in cash thanks to the passage in 2021 of new rules allowing college athletes to sign name, image, and likeness or NIL deals. Dunn, 20, won't give specifics on her earnings which at least one industry analyst projects will top $2 million over the next year. Seven figures, she said. That is something I'm proud of, especially since I'm a woman in college sports, she added. She added, there are no professional leagues for most women's sports after college. Dunn, a petite blonde with a bright smile and a gymnast-toned physique, though those times hates saying that, earns a staggering amount by posting her 8 million strong internet following on Instagram and TikTok, talk platforms in which she intersperses sponsored content, modeling, American Eagle Outfitters, jeans, voyeurie activewear, alongside videos of her lip-syncing popular songs or performing trending dances. To Dunn and many other athletes of her generation, being candid and flirty and showing off their bodies in ways that emphasize traditional notions of female beauty on social media are all empowering. Uh-oh. It's just about showing as much or as little as you want, Dunn said of her online persona. The athlete compensation and endorsement rules have been a game changer for collegiate women, particularly those who compete in what are known as non-revenue sports, such as gymnastics. Sure, male football players have garnered about half of all of the overall compensation estimated to be worth at $500 million, fueled by collectives formed by wealthy supporters who pay male athletes for everything from jersey sales to public appearances. Women are more than holding their own as earners, thanks largely to leveraging their social media popularity. Along with Dunn, other female student athletes have been uh, minted millionaires by the NIL rules, including Haley and Hannah Cavinder, twins who play college basketball at Miami, 
Suniza Lee, the Auburn gymnast and Olympic gold medalist at the Tokyo Games, and Paige Beckers and Aziz Fudd, basketball stars at Connecticut. Hawaii sex... Now, here's where they get. This is what the Times gets, what it wants to say. Andrea Gurren, a researcher of sports business at Loughborough University in England, studied female athletes trying to make the Rio Olympics in 2016, many of them on the American collegians. One of the big themes that came out is the pressure that they felt to post suggestive or sexy photos of themselves on social media, Gurren noted. She noted that some of the athletes had decided that making public such imagery wasn't worth it, while others had found it was one of the primary ways to increase their online popularity and earning power. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Scroll through the social media posts from female college athletes across the United States, and you will find that a significant through line on many of the women's accounts is the well-trod and well-proven notion that sexiness sells. Post-catering to traditional ideals about what makes women appealing to men do well and the market backs that up. Stanford's Tara Van Dierver, the most successful coach in women's college basketball, sees part of the NIL revolution that focuses on beauty as regressive for female athletes. This is what they were waiting for. Van Derver started coaching in 1978, a viral eon before popularization on the internet and social media, but she said the technology was upholding old sexist notions. I guess sometimes we have this swinging pendulum where we maybe take two steps forward and then we take a step back. We're fighting for all the opportunities to compete, to play, to have resources, to have facilities, to have coaches, and all the things that go with Olympic-caliber athletics. This is a step back, she added. Race cannot be ignored as part of the dynamic. No, you don't say New York Times. The majority of the most su- successful female moneymakers are white. Uh-oh, the whites are making the money. Sexual orientation can't be ignored either. Few of the top earners openly identify as gay. And many post suggestive images of themselves that seem to cater to the male gaze. Can you imagine these f- freaking people in this newsroom who write this crap? How angry they are? Look, they're trying to cater to the male gaze. You know why? Because they're straight women, and they know uh, and have seen that the male gaze is empowering for women. Incredible. It's just like, it's just such, they can't stand that the wrong person is there. This beautiful blonde girl is doing her own thing, using her own body in the way she wants to. 
And she's apparently very smart and good at gymnastics, whatever that is. I don't even know. But my goodness, it's just it's just ridiculous. <sighs> Problem with whiteness class at University of Chicago on hold is another thing. It's, I'm not going to get into it and read it, but it's like it's the same stuff. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you people? So, yeah, Alice and I talked yesterday about being out on Trump, and, uh, and we are. I have no problem. Um, I mean, I have, it's not like a, it's not like a, um, it's not like it's, uh, like a personal grudge or anything. It's just that we are, we're moving. <laughs> we're moving elsewhere. It's what you do sometimes. And DeSantis is the man. Trump, uh, you know, lost in 2018, lost in 2020, lost in Georgia and just lost yesterday. So, or two days ago. And so I appreciate the service he did. He was a great president for a few years, but done with that. Done. DeSantis has proven he's the man now. He's the man. John Podhoritz of the New York Post write, Hey, Lion Ted and Sleepy Joe, meet toxic Trump. You know, if the former president had any self-knowledge or even the slightest ability to be self-deprecating, he might consider giving himself this alternative nickname. After three national tallies in which he, he or his party were both hammered by the national electorate it's time for even his stands to accept the truth toxic trump is a political equivalent of a can of raid now I, i'm not going all the way there with uh with part orders because i still like trump what tuesday night's results suggest is that trump is perhaps the most profound vote repellent in modern american history that's true surest way to lose in these midterms was to be an, a politician endorsed by trump this is not hyperbole Except for the deep red states where a Republican corpse would have beaten a Democrat, voters choosing in actually competitors of races who everyone expected to have, behave like midterm voters usually do and lean toward the out party took one look at Trump's handpicked acolytes and gagged. Local fundraisers actually put money behind Trump-endorsed candidates in GOP primaries all over the place to help them prevail so that Democrats could face them in the general election. It was transparently cynical and an abuse of our political process. But it worked like gangbusters. As Kevin Robillard of the Huffington Post noted on Wednesday afternoon when a Michigan Democrat named Hillary Shulton was finally declared a winter, uh, winner of her house seat against a raving lunatic named John Gibbs, with this race call, every single Republican who won their primary with help from Democratic meddling has lost in the general election. Uh, and there you go. So I want to just play this. This is the beginning of my show today uh is, 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 oh, i think it is is that jerry kellyan trump versus grad just want to have fun okay here's the beginning of my show today listen to this caller i got i she didn't know it was me so in case you don't listen to the station the morning guy is named brian shackman the guy before me is named pastor will marati and then there's me tom shackman and then there's todd feinberg Listen to this um, call I got today. This is fantastic. She had no idea it was me. Is there something really absurd that Scary Mullins on my new Odyssey app lets fell for? Okay. The beach after several deadly wrong way. Off. Hold on. Actually, plan to. It's coming. It's coming. Let me tell you something. The only thing I demand, if in the future, get to have a short-term self. Do you? Nobody's business but your fuel to feed it. It's to, coming. To it's coming. Generation. I didn't think it would be up, so I wasn't ready for it. Odyssey.com. 
What was the second one you just said? Well, we with his. You are on the wild card line with the Tom Shattuck. What's your name, please? My name is uh, Carolyn, but I want to. I think Pastor Will is is going to cut his nose to spite his face with his constant preaching against Trump. It's it. Look at uh, Tom on Carolyn. here. He, Tom on here just just swore too. He swears. That's me. Lots of times. She doesn't on know that's right. Me. That's right. He's an a hole. I know. Well, it doesn't matter. Nobody penalizes him for swearing. I know. I, I think he should be fired immediately. I'm trying to tell the program director. Her name is Janine dot Lee at Odyssey dot com, or you can also go to David dot Field at Odyssey dot com. What was the second one you just said? David dot Field F I E L D at Odyssey dot com, and that's A U D A C Y. Yeah, I know how to spell the Odyssey. I wasn't sure what you said the first time. Okay. Yeah. Because he's just, uh, you know, I'm sick of his preaching and pompous uh, attitude. Which one, Tom or, or Pastor Will? Pastor Will. I mean, yeah. for two hours he goes on. You know, like he thinks he's holier than thou. Come on, live in the world. That's the way it is. Trump does a lot of goodies, a lot of charities and everything else. Well, I've he also heard, I've also like heard, that. I've also heard Todd complaining about Trump. Have you heard him? I have it. I have trouble listening at that time of day. He, Tom yeah. complains about Trump. Yep, also very pompous. Swearing? And well, Tom swears. Tom from eleven to three swears. I've heard that. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Within... has some uh, gall swearing that they got yep. Pastor Will on there for two hours, acting like, "Oh my gosh, he's saying I, the bad word." I completely agree. Well, Tom learned most of his swears from Todd, as a matter of fact, which is something that a story that's not told. Uh, well, enough. is anybody boycotting Todd because he swears? I am. I, I'm not. I don't even listen to him anymore. I won't even see him in the hallway anymore and talk to him. I, I've never heard Todd swear. Oh, oh, but, please! I can't. I can't even say the things that he says. Well, to tell you the truth, it doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. Well, it I mean, I know I've heard these words all over the world. You can't live like that. Well, you it, know where it all started? Where? It started like 10 years ago from Colin McEnroe, and he made it oh, okay. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Well, that's government radio. He's at government radio right now, where their swearing is allowed. Well, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a smart guy anyway. I used to no, he's his, a, he's a He's a, a moron. Well, but, I haven't seen any of his writings in magazines that's lately. That's a good thing, probably. So I that's guess that's what thing. happened to Colin. <laughs> Too bad. I well, know. I mean, he, he's, I just think that he's not going to accomplish what he's trying to accomplish. All he's going to do is hurt himself. Because yeah. today I got totally annoyed. For two hours, he doesn't stop. And, and, and yeah, he goes so on and on. Meanwhile, meanwhile, by the way, did you know that, that Tom on the weekends is a drag queen? He does drag queen story hour? And Will and Pastor Will works in the same building with that guy, so he's that's hypocritical then. Yes, so, absolutely. No, I did not know that, but that's yes, very he does. He twerks. He does that dancing called twerking, where he moves his rear end around in front of kids reading books. Yeah, just for the money. Just for their money, absolutely. Well, he's from uh, Ma- he's from Massachusetts, so you know those people. Oh, I know he is from Massachusetts. Yeah, I can't drive in Massachusetts. I get I, lost every time. Yeah, but, well, it's uh, a garbage I'm, state. I, I'm just very annoyed with Pastor Will. I am and, too, and I can't listen to him if that's what he's going to no. do. I have boycotted I him, and I'm boycotting every day. Yep. but I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. so I just get annoyed with that. But you know, he goes on and on for ten minutes, thanking God for all these things. It's mm-hmm. just, I think he's. It's not his place to censor no, the whole is... world because he doesn't like a few words that are out there. All he can't. Well, stop. he performed an exorcism on Brian like about a month ago. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yes, Who did oh, that? Pastor Will. Pastor did that? Will. 
Absolutely, right in the middle of Brian's show. He wasn't doing a live read. How did I miss that? Oh, oh well, it was cr- it was the violently crazy, and you could hear the sounds of the demons. There's a lot going on here. Well, I didn't know, but I just don't like censorship. And, you know, we could listen to whatever we want yep. to. We could always change the dial. I it's agree. not up to Pastor Will to decide what, what the rest of the world should listen to. I agree. That's He's why I'm going. I'm trying to get my friend. Get, I'm trying to get my friend Gary Byron over here. Well, get somebody. I don't know who that is, but I wish we could get rid of Pastor Also Will a drag dial. queen. Oh. All right. Well, let me pass it on to my manager, okay? Yeah, because I don't think I'm the only one who's annoyed. I mean, he well, has no business censoring what I listen to. Well, if you probably have not met Matt Sorois then, who is uh, is a bit of a uh, hardliner when it comes to what we're allowed to listen to. Well, we're allowed to listen to the FM TIC. Well, of, you know, you got to live in the world, and you got to just yeah. adjust. You yeah. know. So, hey, I, by I, the way, you can listen back to that um, that um, Pastor Will doing the exorcism on Brian uh, on the Odyssey app. Do you oh, have it? A podcast? Uh, no. Well, yeah, podcast. All well, right, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. You tell Pastor Will that he's got to censor Tom, too, because Tom yes. swears plenty on the air. I hear him all the time You swearing. don't have to tell me. I record it and send it to, to my program director all yeah, the time. so yeah. he's really cutting his nose to spite his face. He Correct. He's not, but he is. Yeah, he's a moron. I Believe me, I know him well, very well. very pompous to the yes. rest of the world. Yes. And uh, I, I'm annoyed with him, and I will not listen to him unless he cuts it out. I am right there with you. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Eight six. How good was she? Right? All right. Uh, we know what I'm doing right now. I'm actually going to drive down to the weekend Monday weight loss, come back, and um, and play the chat chat. So for me, this is all going to take quite a while. For you, it's just going to take just seconds. All right. I've been all around the world. All right. I've been to a weekend 180. Lost a couple of pounds, not as many as uh, I was hoping because I I was in Connecticut and things went sideways there. But uh, it's good. We're down. We're on to three hundred. That's something, right? And um and here's the other thing. Uh, then um then I dropped kids all over the world. You don't care anyway. It's I have a thousand things, and I am back now. I have deposited this car where uh, the yacht bunny can get it, so that she doesn't have to put herself out whatsoever, and she will get that at about two in the morning. Okay, let's go to the chat chat, shall we? Chat chat. Hello, Tom and Alice. It's Nick from Connecticut. I am so sorry. Hey, Nick, what's going on? I did not mean to take so long, and I also did not mean to get uh, Tom all kinds of confused. At least Alice had a straightaway. She knew her answer. But the point, Tom is the joke at work is if somebody identifies as showing up late. It's like somebody decided to show up as um, spring ahead instead of fall back. Again, it's an ongoing joke that people use because of all the different gender identifications. So my point was is... Like I said, my daughter identifies as slightly older than she is. She's dating a really, really nice gentleman who's oh, wait, now six I remember, months older now than I remember her. This. Okay. But she identifies as older. So she can get into the dinners and Ivy League club stuff that he does at his Ivy League school. Yes, because he's a winner. And my sons do the same thing. My oldest son plays video games. Well... He identifies as some um, 
gamer thing, yes. like some character. Yes, Nick, I do recall this. Well, story. now he can get into things that are eighteen and over because he identifies as some particular different character. So he gets the girls. And my youngest son identifies as whatever he wants every day. With the pink and blue hair, the girls love him. He's cute, whatnot. But he told me that he identifies as whatever he can to get a girl that he wants. What a good man. So my point is our the, kids. The thing that worries me, Nick, is that there's two more minutes of this left. So the point here, I'm afraid it's not going to be overly pithy. Are using this gender identification stuff against us. Ooh, I like that. Because there's nothing that we can do about it. And if you fight them, it's going to be a problem. Ah, I get it. I get you, Nick. I get you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Ah. Um, I'm 35. I have no kids, nor am I married, mm-hmm. but I did, uh, date a girl who was pregnant. So that's something, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I, I, yeah, I, I can't understand why you would have, I would have, um, been even me in my most desperate days would have, uh, absolutely boarded a rocket ship out of that situation. No way. And also, <clears throat> I don't love kids now, and I have them. Back when I was younger, when I was, quote, dating, which I was never doing really, I would have wanted nothing to do with them. I had no idea. I was a bachelor for a long time. No idea how to talk to kids. No idea what they're made of. Didn't Don't love them. Yeah. Oof, man, I would have been way the hell away from that. Ah, but good for you. Good for you for marrying dating women i guess i mean i mean for dating women who are going to have children i guess that's good don't you and also there's nothing like beautiful happening when women are pregnant you know people the guy has a picture of him holding the wife's like stomach and it women not pregnant look a lot better than pregnant and men who don't admit this are of course traitors to their cause to their gender, um, but I mean, this should be common knowledge. It's, why would you do that? Don't do that, Justin. Worry about why I was in Back Bay conducting business. Yeah, shady call today <clears throat> from Tim and, Tim and Canton. He's hanging around the Back Bay station of Boston. There's almost no reason to be in the Back Bay station. Almost no reason, unless you're up to something shady. And also, he hung up the phone today, and he hung up like a phone, a payphone used to hang up. It's a bizarre thing. Bizarre thing. What is he doing around there? It is near. Back Bay is near the south end. It is. Obviously, it's in the Back Bay. But actually, you know who used to be who used to be a cop there? Was Dick Donahue. Winchester High School graduate and, um, and police officer, Metro police officer, who, MDC cop who almost died, got shot in Watertown by the Sarniovs. During the Shawnee shootout or whatever. Don't you worry about why I was in Back Bay mm-hmm. conducting business, mm-hmm. calling from a pay phone <laughs> while surrounded by opioid zombies. <laughs> also, I got that stuff you asked me to get. Ooh, thank you. 
Thank you. That's right. I'm, Alice is urging me to get on some kind of Viagra thing, Tim, so I appreciate that. I'll take it in bulk. Thank you. Hey, Tom and Alice. I tried to record this a couple times. But- hey, Allison. This is Allison, Allison Michelle Bishop, who... Um, uh, Allison, I don't know how long we've known each other, but I know that you're on Instagram, and I know that, you have, that you're a musician. That's all I know. I think. I don't know how if we've known each other other than that. Let me know if we have. But it didn't work, so hopefully this time it does. Um, this is Allison from Ohio. I was just calling to comment on your post-election analysis. Mm-hmm. Tom, you are 100% right. While you do look great and you lost a lot of weight, you should not be the youngest skinniest person in the room in a Republican um, in a Republican room. So Thank you very much, Allison. By the way, you hear that? You hear that? That's how a, a civilized, uh, empathetic, caring, nurturing, beautiful woman talks to you. You know? Compliment, compliment, nice fluttery voice, not Alice's yacht bunny vocal burn telling me I need to go to the Canadian pharmacy for uh, ED pills or uh, telling me that the reason I'm not losing weight is because I'm not eating like her with her vocal burn. That's why you're fat stuff. This is Allison, you see? This is all I ever wanted. Hey, Tom and Alice. I tried to record this a couple times, but it didn't work. So hopefully this time it does. Um, This is Allison from Ohio. I was just calling to comment on your post-election analysis. Tom, you are 100% right. While you do look great and lost a lot of weight, you should not be the youngest, skinniest person in the room in a Republican um, in a Republican room. So is it like that in Ohio, Allison? I would like to know. You need to get some young um, TikTok stars or <laughs> something because, yeah, the Republicans need to get cooler. Another thing I was oh, just going to say that you guys didn't mention, uh, one of the reasons besides Trump as to why there was no red wave. I do think the Roe v. Wade thing was a huge thing. It's looking like it. Um, yeah, it's looking like that. Definitely. It energized people. In some places it did. In some places it did not. But it's looking like it certainly got young people out there uh, voting. And that's the kind of thing where, you, you know, a, a woman who's 28 years old who might not usually be wanting to vote in the midterms will symbolically just vote that year. Uh, and her boyfriend will do it out of obedience. I mean, you're always talking about those white wine, yoga pants, Range Rover moms, Tom. Mm-hmm. I think they uh, they might they might be a little. Might... Ooh, I like that, Allison. That's the Jerry Callahan. That's fantastic. I've never heard the female version of this. They might they might be a little. They might be a little okay with an early term abortion, you know? Like, yes. Like, do it Ron DeSantis style, 15 weeks. I mean, I'm not pro-abortion, but I think it's a reality of life. So, anyway, love your show. Uh, hopefully this goes through. Bye. It's gone through, Allison. Thank you very much. There is a great American woman, everybody. My goodness. And then, then now I've got uh, Alice Shattuck, who's going to arrive home in four hours all kinds of, if not drunk, by the way, because she's getting off a plane, all kinds of ticked off about, I'm sure, the way I've left the house or this or that. Just taking my beating. It is my burden. It is my burden, guys, to be the receiving end of the cruelty of my of my vicious half-Serbian wife. 
She is pretty, though. I'm going to say that at the end of the day. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. I appreciate it. Uh, time to cook pasta for the boys. And uh, that is just my day. Thanks for all the chat chat calls. Keep those up. Those are great. Allison, call again, too. That was great. Tim, I will find out what you were doing in the back bay. Totally shady. Totally shady. But I respect it. I guarantee I respect it, regardless of what it is. I, I miss my days of doing totally shady stuff in Boston. See you later, everybody. Thanks. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.